0: Let's go to Joe McLeod now, a globetrotting Wellington chef who is pretty good at utilising Aotearoa's backyard pantry in his everyday cooking. He's worked in fine dining restaurants around the world. He was the first Maori to hold the position of executive chef in New Zealand's parliament. He even cooked for the Queen at the Ritz in London. Uh, and perhaps you remember his TV show, Joe's World on a Plates, where he combined world cuisine with local New Zealand ingredients. Well, he's been thinking lately about using traditional Māori methods for gathering and preparing food and taking the mainstream. Uh, he's agreed to join us and um, maybe tell us a bit about how we might do that ourselves. Hi, Joe. Kia ora. Kia ora. Kia ora. I love that have you on the show. Do you think... We might be ready. Um, it's always been something a little bit separate, I think, in New Zealand, this idea of Maori cuisine over here and then cuisine that we eat at restaurants or cuisine that we do at home over here. But do you think it's time for the two to merge?
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, it's taken 40 years for for the public uh, to share an interest in now. National Culinary Cultural Cuisine Roadmap, whereas previously nobody wanted a bar of it. Hmm. Um, it. It was a struggle because of my passion for promoting uh, utilising local ingredients inside of our menus. I've been doing it for over 50 years, sort of on and off, because uh, included in that matrix were my postings overseas. Um, and obviously, can't get local ingredients offshore, um, but, uh, now you're home and well, ready
0: to make the most of it and uh, obviously well, I, 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 should, I, I should I'm should. not directly
1: on a national uh, Marae cultural food knowledge reconnect Yeah. and to introduce our culinary culture heritage back to our Marae uh, the very place where my career started now the cry for that uh, return or reconnect has been, it's been really huge, the, the call to bring back uh, knowledge holders back to the forefront of that lead to give that knowledge back to our people. I'm talking Māori here. Um, and, and also, I'm working with our national chefs, uh, Federation Ngā Tohuna my same issue, reconnecting them to our culinary cultural heritage. Uh, which isn't mainstream, but it's heading towards a mainstream interest. Yeah, foraging, foraging is a huge is in huge demand too. But what are we foraging for? Is the question. <laughs> Do people Foraging for is the next question. The answer to that is no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, what so I like about your nice cooking, Joe. What I like about your cooking is your tips are really practical. And um, and here's one: um, start with bread. How can we um, uh, create bread in a way that is sort of learning from, drawing from some of that uh, traditional Maori cuisine?
1: The um, a lot of the berries that were harvested and milled and turned into a flour product go uh, using the old classical methodology. We can't eat it; this it's too pure, potent, and it needs to be mellowed down by incorporating our seed um flour into a yeast uh, compound yeast mixture so that it's a lot more palatable in today's taste. Um I've cooked a lot of our breads following the original classical mouldy format. It was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't mind saying that because I, I've actually lived it and tried it as oh God, how could they eat this awful stuff? But if we go back 400 years, that's all they had. Yeah. And their tummies were tuned to that. Yeah, yeah,
0: um, yeah. But you're not opposed to uh, to borrowing from some modern advances if it makes it taste better. Oh,
1: absolutely not. No. I'm all for moving things forward, but I am also mindful of protecting our original yeah. culinary cultural heritage so that that's not lost. And if we want to go back we can.
0: What do you forage for, Joe?
1: Um, stuff that I grew up with: pūhā, piko piko, kiukiu, kōtake, mushrooms, um, harore. Uh harore, and koki. If I can find that koki, that's um, Captain Cook spinach. We have them around Wellington growing wild.
0: Yeah,
1: I know it. The depositories aren't. And um. And what about?
0: What, uh, sorry, I've got to delay that, so I keep talking over you, Joe. Apologies. Go ahead. Oh,
1: that's okay. What was
0: that? Um, I was going to ask you about when you go to the butcher. Any tips?
1: Uh, I'm a typical local native. I like fatty meats because yeah. when you're cooking it in a honey type thingy. Uh, it stops the meats from drying out. And when it cooks, it, there's enough fat content to stop that from happening. Because if you cook uh, um, like lean meats, for example, venison and things like that, unless it's cooked to buggery, it'll be difficult <laughs> to eat. <laughs> and the whole purpose of the hangi is to, re- to render everything so that it falls off the bone. But having said that, by merging those primary ingredients with um, native plants, fauna, and flora, uh, you, uh, you are enwrapping the tenderization, color, coloration, and flavors in there from the forest to the food, to the plate. The um, problem with a lot of hunger is now a lot of meats are cooked together. The beef, the lamb, the pork is piled up on top of each other whereas historically everything was segregated into their own unique basket mm. or uh, runga, uh, layers so that at the end of the day, a kereru tasted like a kereru. <laughs>
0: okay. Well, let's and not encourage like that good. just yet. Joe, <laughs> jo, I yes. love that. Uh, hey, um, uh, really, really good know. to talk to you. We should get All a regular right. slot with you um, sometime, get you on, uh, share a recipe or something. But we're out of time now, but really nice to chat.
1: Absolutely, and I've got a whole bank of those.
0: Awesome. Yeah, that'd be cool. Thanks. Nice to talk to you. Cheers, Joe. Joe McLeod talking about some ways of bringing traditional Māori cuisine into our everyday cooking.